Special guest host. Host? Introduce yourself. Well, host for the night. Special guest. Special guest, okay. Uh, I'm Scott Perry. Scott Perry from The Fader. Alright. Nice. <clears throat> Video producer, not a writer. Okay. Not a rap writer. Not a rap writer. But a rap video or producer. Or a writer in general. Right. Yeah. Video producer, shooter, DP, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm not used to the <clears throat> closer to the mic. I'm sorry. Um, so why don't you tell a little, the little world a little bit about yourself? Um, been to Fader since uh, last August. Like I said, in the in the video world, not the not the writing world. Um, was at MySpace. Hopefully you've heard of it. The new MySpace actually before that. And uh, Tom hired you. <laughs> yeah. Not Tom. No, Tom did not hire me. And Do you know what Tom Justin. is doing now? By the way. No, I don't. He's like taking pictures in Iceland. <laughs> he's like, like a, a he's like a hundred millionaire yeah, right now. He's yeah. sitting on a lot of money. He's doing great. He's doing yeah better <laughs> than all of us are doing. So. <laughs> Much better. Yeah. Um, for that, freelance, and before that, MTV. That's kind of the post college. But you didn't talk about so interesting thing about Scott Perry. By the way, we're here also with real host Reed Jackson. Yes, I'm here. Hey guys. Also special. Man. <laughs> I'm special. Yes. Um, so something about Scott is that you ran a rap blog, which got you sort of into the industry a couple oh, years no. ago. Why don't you mm. tell the world about it? Um, yeah, so I started a rap blog like everyone does in college, apparently. Um, it called uh, itsthebino.com. I won't go into the name explanation, but um, yeah, I started it like everyone else does, little blog spot kind of thing, and um, got into video because no one else really does video that well, or back then at least, in my opinion, and uh, the only blog that was doing it really well was Ill Roots, which I followed sure. daily, Yeah, looked up to Ill Roots a lot, so I kind of tried to replicate off of them, bought a 7D and just kind of taught myself video, and then uh, met a lot of cool artists which got me into the industry, like a lot of Chance and Vic and those kind of people, um, which kind of got me my first job. And uh, yeah, kind of I met a lot of people through that and got all my MTV job, my MySpace job, my Fader job, kind of based off the foundation of the work I did for that blog. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That was really the, <laughs> the era of the blog, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The hip-hop blog. That was like two, when did I start that? 2010? Yeah, and I stopped doing it like two years ago, year and a half ago. It's like, how come the blog didn't get bought by uh, a publication by Complex like, Media? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the Complex Network, Media dude. Corporation, <laughs> pigeons and planes and such. I, I mean, I don't know. I, the, I, I, I kind of strayed off of posting stuff and kept doing more video stuff with like bands. So I, like, the most artists I work with were Chance, Phony People, um, right out of Brooklyn. 
and just various other stuff um, like Matt and Kim stuff and whatever. So I kind of fell off the whole posting stuff. So tra- you know, traffic was like, I don't know, like a thousand a day, which is not that's not bad, which not, is fine, but yeah. it's not worthy of complex buying uh, buying you. So it's not yeah. bad though. Yeah, what what I like about that story is that you were like doing that purely off of the love of like the the music and you kind of wanted to be in the industry and you didn't necessarily know how and you kind of like took an industrious way to just be like i'm doing this like, yeah and like I would, you didn't really try to define like a gig as an intern or whatever maybe you did on the no side. i didn't <laughs> like, i mean i worked at M- i interned mtv during college but it was all for non-music i interned for like i interned mtv for like the rock band right. department and uh shit like that so i never really took a music internship but yeah i just did it i you know i went broke kind of because I spent all my money there's no ads no I didn't get paid to post anything it was all just because I like I love doing it I you know I bought all the camera stuff which is even more than domain name you know it's just between the camera equipment lenses and whatever and uh domain names and all that kind of stuff it was just a lot of money that was just it was it was an investment I can look at it as an investment right? right kind of thing so and it paid off obviously so yeah Fuck yeah. What are some of the, uh, what's one of your favorite videos you've created uh, thus far in your music career since uh, MySpace or Fader? Um, Coolest, most interesting. Uh, the story. one I'm most proud of recently, we did something with Skepta, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It was in New York for a day. It was very last minute. It was like last minute, meaning like my, my boss told me I was going down to film Skepta. Like, you got to be down there in 10 minutes. And I just shit. grabbed my shit and went. And we filmed something that turned out awesome, in my opinion. Um, just followed him throughout the day. Um, and kind of, I guess, old school thing was we went to I went to Mexico with Chance and Pat, his manager, and a couple other people. And stayed at Pat Pat's parents' house. That Mexico. isn't plain Pat, is it? No, it's no, not it's plain Pat. Pat the manager. <laughs> Pat, Pat the manager. Pat Corcoran. Hello, Pat. Who's in hip hop management? Yeah, a lot of Pats. <laughs> Who's an amazing person. Um, but we went down to uh, Mexico a couple years ago. Um, it was a group of five of us. And uh, just brought my 5D with no intention of shooting anything. We just fucked around and shot stuff randomly. Made a little... Is that Chance Does Acid in Mexico video? I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, which yeah. was, you know, technically not the prettiest looking video, but it was the most fun kind of like just random, like Definitely. random shit. And we shot like the second half to... to um, what's that song called? Off of acid rap, we shot like 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 the first half was just him fucking around in Mexico or us fucking around in Mexico, and then the second half was like a, a fake music video to uh, oh, I can't remember the name anymore. Well, I don't know, remember. That song off of acid rap, yeah. <laughs> that video might have been my introduction to Chance. No joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I think for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw it on Two Doughboys, and I was there. You go. Intrigued by it, but yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so that's those are the two ones so far. Yeah. Scott's also the inventor of. What is it, the helmet camera? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, the whole POV first-person video has been done many times before. Um, I did it for MySpace, but I kind of I kind of thought, I don't know about you guys, but or you guys, but um, like tour videos, like for the most part, this, it's the same shit every time, right? Uh-huh. It's just like you're in the hotel, you're doing, you're smoking weed, you're in the green room, you're smoking weed, you're, it's just the same Backstage, shit every time. On it's just the same shit every time. It's the same exact video. No matter who it is, it's the same video every time. I got so bored. So I just, me and my roommate, um, Tucker, made this first-person camera, like a BMX helmet kind of thing. 
drilled a hole, hole through the front, put a tripod mount on the front, put a 5D on, on the front of it. And we shot a video for phony people before I went to MySpace, all first person. Um, which is one of the first, I mean, I know there's been ones before that, but that's all I can think of. And then we went, and, like, like, and then I got to MySpace and kind of brought it to the tour realm where I think my first month at MySpace, Pat called me up, Chance's manager, and wanted me to come on tour with them, not realizing I had a full-time job now, I couldn't just do that. So I pitched mm-hmm. it to my boss, and then we went on tour with Chance when he was on tour with Mac Miller and shot a POV thing, so I was wearing a stupid helmet the entire time. And gave you, and gave, you know, the viewer, like, what it would be like if you're on tour with that person. So, like, you're, you know, I'm, like, dapping up Chance after his set, or I'm talking to J. Cole, uh, huh. first person, or I'm handing a beer to, you know, whoever else kind of thing. It's all, like, like smoking a blunt, that kind of stuff. So and you see, like, the hands in the shot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I did one with Chance, Vic Mensa, Odd Future. Nice. Um, I think one or two other ones, but, yeah. So, that was, Fuck yeah, you. I forgot about that. Um, so I guess before we get into the first topic of the show, we usually talk about what we've all been working on recently. Um, Reed, anything? No. <laughs> Still no. Just Not hip hop related, no. I mean, I write, I write, uh, I write for a car magazine for a living, for time. So last week I was in Detroit writing about, uh, which is a famous hip hop city. Yeah, man, I would have loved, too. I would have loved to go talk to to Danny or something, but no, I didn't have time. I was shooting a, a fucking F-150 truck driving around the city, but yeah, Still didn't cool. get time. Yeah, um, but nothing music-related for me, sadly. Is Detroit the Bushwick as people <laughs> frame it as now? <laughs> it's like this, like, yeah, it's like this you know that, <laughs> hipster, like, mecca. Yeah, the whole notion of struggling artists in New York, yeah. you know, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. In Detroit, that can actually happen. Okay. Because it's so damn cheap. Yeah. The way I described it, I may have described it to Dan already, but it's like a countryside. It's because uh, there are not many people there, and there are not many houses there anymore. It's like a it's like a countryside filled with vacant 1920s Victorian homes. So that's kind of like the dream. A little yeah. bit. That's kind of it's amazing. surreal. It's 100 percent surreal to look at, and yeah. it's cool to visit. Um, I heard I was with some dudes from there because I was interviewing them, and they were playing some uh, some local. Detroit hip hop for like me in the car. Shit? I think so. It was a dude named uh, Eastwood. And yeah, I never heard of him either. But How he, was it? It was alright. It was alright. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. I used to be really into Detroit hip hop. They had this genre called um, acid rap, which was like pre insane clown posse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and like if you. Horrorcore. It's a bit. If you listen to Eminem's old records, he yeah. refer- He kind of sounds like it too. He. Okay. Uh, you know, he kind of has the shock value type thing when he raps. Yeah, yeah. That's what Detroit hip-hop was in the early 90s. It was called acid rap. There's a dude named uh, Esham, which I have a t-shirt for. <laughs> and he had an album called Boomin' Words From Hell, which was dope. <laughs> this is pre... This is awesome like, title. Yeah, pre-insane pre clown posse. You're maybe during that time. Uh-huh. But I used to be into that shit, so I asked him about it. And they're like, yeah, we know Esham. That dude's fucked up. He's like a Satanist. Yeah. Oh. But, you know, <laughs> happened. Detroit, good times. Detroit, Detroit's yeah. dope. I rec- <laughs> highly recommend going to Detroit because everything you think about it, it to me, it turned out to be true. It, it looked exactly how I thought it would be. And That's the people really nice were exactly how I thought it Yeah, yeah, I recommend it. Only a couple hour flight from New York, too. So. Nice. What about you guys? What have you been working on? Um, <laughs> so I work at MTV. 
for anyone that doesn't know. Uh, I've been working on Charlemagne the God's Show, um, which is kind of like a hip-hop version of the Nightly Show, sort of. Yeah, I've seen the ads. Yeah, which I made, actually. I directed those. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of like a... How's he? He's fucking awesome. He's actually awesome. And you kind of don't want him to be awesome because he's like he plays such a villain on radio and like yeah, but I've heard the same thing. He's, he's, awesome he's like a great individual, yeah. and he's like I think very <clears throat> grateful for the fact of like <coughs> what he's become, which is like a star in yeah. his own way. Um, started out on the Wendy Williams show, little known fact. As like a writer or as like a what? sidekick. He was like Wendy oh. Williams is like Jesus. Those yeah. two together. I know. That's right? wild. Um, but it's been good. I mean, it's cool. He's like talking about rap news, and I guess that's a good thing, bringing that to the mainstream through MTV. Um, so I'm working on that. Uh, just wrote a book pitch, actually, about D'Angelo, which is not very rap music. That works. It's sort of related. It's in the same realm. For those that realm. don't know, Dan has a D'Angelo tattoo on his body. I do. Is it lower back? It's on his ass. It's, yeah, it's around my sphincter. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's cool. What it's, is it? Is it like a... Wait, bi- is it lyrics or is it yeah. space? Or what is it? It's lyrics. It's oh, like the, the tattoo. The, the oh, okay. Lyrics, yeah. Um, What's the book? I was kind of hoping for his face, but... Because <laughs> you, you wrote the... Um... Yeah, so I, I wrote like a really big piece for Noisy mm-hmm. about him before Black Messiah came out. And um, do you guys know that series 33 and a third? I do, yeah. Do you know that series? Uh-huh. So that's for that. Cool. Yeah, I read the, the Dilla Donuts one. Yeah. And, uh, is that through Noisy? What series is that? It's like a publishing company that has like a series like that investigates like albums in a book. So oh, okay. it's like a really close reading <coughs> album. Um, so I wrote a book pitch about Voodoo. Which is hip-hop related in the only sense that Questlove produced it, um, Method Man and Red Man are on it, and DJ Premier produced one of the songs. That's pretty hip-hop. So I've been working on that. It's yeah. a little, little hip-hop. Yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be I cool. love that book series. Yeah, I, yeah, I read the Donuts one, I read Beautiful Dark, Twisted Fantasy. The Kanye one, yeah, yeah. I always got the... The idea that it was people writing their like college thesis essays, yeah, they're like felt, in depth, like it. yeah, yeah, almost too in depth sometimes. Sometimes, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're really they're the really donuts good. one. I don't think it was, but a lot of the other ones feel like a mm-hmm. little too much. So I like, I had to write like a twenty-page fucking proposal. So wow. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, what about you, Scott? Anything you could say from your experience? Because I think me and Reed come from the angle of like critiquing rap writing about it obviously yeah. interviewing people but you sort of get this insider access where you're shooting with them you're spending maybe like a day or two around them five and their days, crew yeah. five days whatever yeah. um, what kind of different perspective is that to sort of be in that like inner circle and, and you kind of get, get to s- who they are. yeah you kind of get to see a different because I think when I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I think when you when you're a writer and you're interviewing for an interview for like a magazine or a, or a website once the interview starts, they kind of know they're they're on the record. They're kind of being recorded. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. and when you're shooting video, seventy five percent of your time with the artist isn't even shooting. It's mm-hmm. like it's either with their team waiting for the artist to come there. It's you know just hanging around waiting for like a certain light to get set up or a certain you know what you know what I mean. So right. 
monsters interacting with. It's them. a lot of downtime. Yeah, it's a lot less. It's, it's a lot more downtime than you think it would be. I think you know in Jamaica. I think just because of the culture, they don't go out until 2 a.m. Like they don't literally go out until 2 a.m. So mm-hmm. we would like, you know, we would sh- we would shoot all day B-roll stuff without popcorn, and then for like 10 hours, you know, eight to 10 hours, go to like a Rastafarian camp up a mountain or do whatever, you know, and then um, we'd like try to go to sleep from like 11 p.m. to like one in the morning or whatever, yeah. and then get back up <laughs> and go out from like two to seven or two to six or something like that, and that's. Nice. There were, I think we were there for a week, one or two of the nights. He just didn't, he like didn't show up. He just yeah. got too tired or something, or yeah. I, don't, I don't know what happened. But it's a lot of, and I'm sure it's the same with writing. So it isn't too video esque, but uh, it's a lot of waiting, it's a lot of waiting. Yeah. And, and uh, in video, there's a lot of money involved, a lot of crew, a lot of yeah. equipment. And sometimes when they don't show up, that's you're burning. You you're, know, you're ruining a day, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, but you get yeah. to you know. I mean, I don't think it's too different from writing, honestly. I think yeah. you get to see the same kind of experiences. Like, I've, like I'm sure as you guys do, being on tour with people or being, you know, as you were as you saying before, with, like, James Blake, you get to see these kind of, like, like, like I, I guarantee all three of us have these, like, random stories from artists. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with video. You kind of get the same kind of yeah. situation. Like, all the crazy video stories are, are usually just, yeah, we waited for eight hours. Yeah. And, <laughs> kind of, and then our batteries died and then blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing. Those don't sound interesting at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the more boring yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But. Um, all right. Why don't we play some music real quick and then we'll, we'll come into our first topic. Um, I don't think we should really take calls yet. But for anyone who wants to know, the number is 718. What? No, Sh- should on, I sorry. not say the rest of it? <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry, sorry. Interrupted. Uh, 395-3731. What do you guys want to hear in him? We got, uh, we got some Meek. We got some Future. Any uh, preference? We got uh, some Wayne. Definitely not <laughs> Skip Wayne. Skip the Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, what's the most play, uh, what's that Rico song from the Meek album? Yeah, we got that. Let's play that. Great. This is Meek, Mel, and Drake, Rico. So let me not talk with the legal. 
it up. Today I woke up with my drinker, she rich as a beetle. For my teachers that said I won't make it here, I spent a day with you make a year. I had to drop this to make it clear that I got it lot like Jamaican here. All these choppers popping niggas while in violence. Why we even gotta take it here? Why we even gotta play these games? Run up on me, catch a face you there. The chasers, what you thought? I come through my block like I'm Rico. Popping the Willie, no squilly, can talk to the cop, that's illegal. I was like more rich border, no double crossing on my peoples. I take an M to the table and split it with my niggas equal. I'm back on that hood shit. Yeah, that was you was shit. I'm talking that cross you that fed you for quarter like joy, and we back on that bullshit. We came up from nothing, we started on lists, it's most wanted, but now it's the Forbes list. We really was doing shit. I can hear echoes from fans on this beat from informants. I think they recorded. Listen, you hear that? We might just get hit with the Reaper. We might just get hit with the Reaper. In my little Glock 40, a little shorty, hot colder than December in the morning. And I think it was December when they swarm Niggas is jealous, fucking they tell us. With them dreams, they try sell us. Probably why I'm rebellious to a fraud, niggas. I lost niggas when I got paper. It's like more money I made, they got faker. And it's crazy when your best friend turn in your top hater. When the roll out on you and smoke you like top paper. Damn, what a feeling when you and your homie chilling it. You know you got thoughts of probably robbing and killing you. Mama said, don't ever, ever let them belittle you. And stay away from them haters, cause they'll riddle you. Last year was like a bad year. Even though I touch more paper than the cashier. Small circle, I ain't never really round squares. They say it's levels to the shit you niggas downstairs. Different floors for different bars. Different tours on different jets, my niggas saw. Different city with different bitches and different whores. Sometimes I look in the mirror and make Millie, this your car. Look at your arm, check out your neck, look at your jaw. And the thing my niggas started off with cooking raw. When it was hard, the coach told me to get the ball. I stepped back for the three, watch it go switch and fall. And that was M1, they thinking how we get this far. We was just down by three and they thought we took a loss. They couldn't deem me like Earl Boyd and shut stick us off. Try to pick me off like Champ Belly, but I ran the moss. And I ran it all for the touchdown. What now? Go AP all bust down. Fuck clowns. My heart getting cold. Getting cold. And the streets getting cold and colder. They said I wouldn't make it no way, no way. I think my heart getting colder, colder. My heart getting cold. Told them I'ma make it one day, one day. But on the Lord knows, on the Lord knows. Dedicated, determined, and disciplined. When Diddy Hope and Baby talking, I'm listening. When I be in the jungle, the devil be whispering. Slugs flying by me, I hear them, they whistling. That was a close call. Stand up, nigga, so I won't fall. 
My teacher told me I would never go far. Yeah. Seen him last week, he was my chauffeur. Yeah. I was like, told y'all. Yeah. Mommy was a booster, daddy was a shooter. So they couldn't blame me when I went and caught the Ruger. Looking at my homie, see the ghost of Freddy Cougar. Cause if he catch you sleeping, he gon' knock out your medulla. Obligata, I'm a father and my son don't see a lot of. If I don't get it, he gon' probably end up with a chopper. In the field out in Philly, do you feel me? Tell my mama I won't let these haters kill me. Getting high, even though it might derail me. And I won't never let these bitches see the real me. Do you feel me? Times change like the world he did. Not kill these niggas the way that Kobe did. Hey yo. It gets fucked up when your own family start calling you up. Shit. Money's the root of all evil. Family start telling you, you acting different, nigga. You goddamn right I'm acting different with all this motherfucking money. But then when it come from your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, that shit hurt you to the core, man. When they start acting like something that you ain't never motherfucking seen, you done grew up motherfucking... They gave birth to you, you know what I'm saying? You got raised, you done played in a park with them. This money thing, this shit'll fuck you up, man. You gotta watch what you ask for. You sure you want this, son? You sure you want this money? You sure you want this fame? You sure you want this power? Should have your own mama talking to you like you ain't shit. Yeah, everybody want it. Everybody need it. Money, motherfuckers. Get money, don't stop. And I ain't mad at them, shit. But shit, even, even bosses got feelings, you know? Dear mama, dear papa, family, we all we got. Don't let this money bring us down. Shit. Everybody eats, B. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Let's uh, go. <laughs> yeah, and we started off as kids, stomach touching our ribs. And them streets all night like we ain't had nowhere to live. I remember Sundays, we ain't had nothing but live. 30,000 worth of tab and you ain't had nothing to give. I ain't trip, I ain't trip. I bought bottles, I ain't sip. I let niggas shine bright. You to act like I ain't shit. Let you have them little hoes. That was all on my dick. And your Fuck me, nigga. I ain't hit. 20 chains, eight watches can't fit on my wrist. When I speak about them things, I never said it's my shit. Said it's ours, nigga. And when you ready, we gon' ball, nigga. Like Kobe Bryant, met a piece in the saw, nigga. But I know just what I saw, nigga. It was in me, and she looked sideways, and I remembered it. The reason that my heart cold now was some December shit. You used to get thanks for giving on some November shit. Talking about the 25th, matter of fact, the 26th. Maybe it's the 28th. Fuck it, though, my money's straight. And long as probably smiling, I'ma be on airplane mode. Fly than the pilot, I seen it. I seen it. Jealousy in your eyes, I swear that look was deceiving. And I was surprised, man, I ain't wanna believe it. Said you were right, but shit, I know you ain't mean it, but yeah, nigga, I seen it. My heart getting cold, getting cold, and the streets getting cold, getting colder. They said I wouldn't make it, no way, no way. I think my heart getting colder, colder. My heart getting cold. Told them I'ma make it one day, one day. But on the Lord knows, on the Lord knows. 
we're back. <laughs> that was, uh, what was that, Cold Hearted? That's Cold Hearted, yeah. That's the closer of Meek's new album. Chains Worth More Than Money. Yeah. Featuring a very, very sad sounding uh, Puff Daddy. This is, uh, maybe it was recorded right after he attacked the, the weight training coach at UCLA. You think so? <laughs> yeah. You think he was that butthurt? Like, oh, no. he just got out of jail or something, and he was you know, <laughs> like, he, he, like it's fucked up, man. He's aged pretty poorly. We're talking about Papa Diddy. Yeah, shit he's gotten into and stuff like that. I I just think he's like still in the '90s, man. He's still like getting in these fucking street fights with people, and it's just like, why are you? you I've seen Puff. I used to work for Pop Daddy, dude. He has like. 11 goons around him who are like the most terrifying dudes you've ever seen <laughs> and like why in the world would you be the one that gets in any sort of altercation who are the can, like who are the guys he's gotten into fights with J. Cole right J. Cole like how are you gonna fight J. Cole out of everybody of all people <laughs> the it's nicest like guy it's in the world mean to fight J. Cole you know what I mean it's like come, leave him alone it's uh, like a, yeah he fought Drake another guy is just like come on you know, before he was like fucking beefcake status, like yeah, yeah. leave him alone. And a fucking strength coach, who's yeah, probably he, like pretty intimidating. But, <laughs> but I mean, I kind of respect it to a certain extent, right? It's like no one. It's like entertaining, at least. Like no one, no one. Like I feel like everyone's so PC or like fake Twitter beef. Yeah, that's true. Kind of shit where it doesn't happen anymore. It's at least someone's doing that. Right, you're not, gonna see, like, you're not gonna see Jay Z like just going out like fighting people. No, ever. No. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of with it. What do we What do we Scott think of you. that song though? That Meek song. What do we think of the album in general? Um, I mean, I I fuck with it. I, I listened to it for the first time all the way through yesterday. Um. What was your, a like, lot better uh, than I fresh reaction? I wasn't expecting much post-jail, to be honest. Really? Um, Dude, Wayne kind of ruined it for me. Wayne kind of ruined post-jail mm. rap for me. T.I. too. Yeah. They both kind of ruined post-jail rap. What is it about the post-jail thing that fucks up a rapper's, like, ability? Tupac put out a pretty good album when he was Is it drugs? I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe I've heard that none of these rappers that go to jail, um, they they don't rap, they don't uh, write down mm. anything. They don't work at all, and they say it's because it sucks the creativity out of them. They're just not in the mood. What writing like, sucks the creativity out of them? No, no, no. no that in jail. jail. Oh. Yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> the jail that makes, part. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that, that could be it. Maybe it just sticks with them. I think these are also guys that, like, aren't necessarily writers. Like, you don't see, like, Meek Mill, like, writing in a notebook. Like, I couldn't really imagine that. And I can't imagine Wayne... I mean, he always talked about just going in the booth and just freestyling. But didn't you think... Like, I, this is, like, this is my thought when Wayne was first going to jail. I was like, oh, he has time to, like, write all these, like... I was expecting some... And maybe it was... Everyone else thought this, too. I don't really know, but... Mm -hmm that he had all this time to think and write right. and there's no way he can come out and be bad right and then that happened <laughs> and, yeah, then, and, and then it happened. happened I think you're right though I think it is the drugs thing it's like the ideal studio environment for these guys is to be kind of fucked up in that space with like whatever kind of environment they want and then yeah. you're in jail in like a fucking stark room kind of like the one that we're in right now <laughs> it's a little bit it's so hot right now I'm sweating like <laughs> fucking crazy a little bit smaller, a little bit like a little more bit upsetting. Yeah. 
Like, could you imagine writing a good rap song in this room? No. This is like the shelter. This is like the shelter in Eight Mile. <laughs> Be rabbit. Like but anyway, back to Meek Mill's album. So you were expecting bad things because he just got out of jail. Yeah, I think it's great. I think. Um, yeah, no, I think it's great. I mean, I. I, like again I've only heard the album once through I've listened to like the singles more than once like Rico and stuff like that which are great um, but um, it's the first like non kind of like I don't know yeah no I, I, I like fuck with it really heavy like I, I, I like I, I enjoyed it a lot um, I'm definitely gonna go back to it like the next couple of weeks hopefully the next couple of months you know see how long it lasts in a, Spotify playlist, but I should mention that when I said when I said the thing about how rappers went to jail, I said that in plural form that they couldn't have they couldn't find inspiration to write. That was actually from the Meek Mill Crown conversation with Elliot Wilson. Mm. He told him that when he went there, he didn't write anything because really? he he hated he just wasn't he was in a horrible oh, okay. mood and didn't want yeah. didn't have that energy that he usually <clears throat> comes with. Yeah. I mean, it takes a special kind of person to be in, like, a horrible situation and see that silver lining and be like, as soon as I'm out, you know, these songs are going to, like, get made, you know? Mm -hmm. Because all you can see day to day is just fucking... Well, on the flip side, you have Gucci, who's just releasing mixed songs upon songs. That's a different situation. (laughs) Songs upon songs. (laughs) He's not doing that from jail. Yeah, yeah. It's just literally Gucci Mane has, like, probably also a room like this. (laughs) Of just verses that they just like throw onto new. But beats. apparently he's like texting people and stuff. Like I'm not gonna say who, but he's just yeah. like texting people and he's like just live and well and just you know. Do you know who he's texting? <laughs> do, you have, do you have a fucking friend who's Gucci's texting? I know who he's texting. Because what the hell? That'd but be... yeah, it seems like Gucci's kind of living the. He's he's doing okay in there. But yeah, no, no but I understand that. Yeah, Jail's not the most conducive place to be creative. Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. I thought the the Meek album was really dope. I thought by the end of it, it was it's kind of tiring in a way. It is. He he has like a uh, kind of the same note throughout, yeah. and it's this nonstop mm-hmm. like berating uh, machine gun flow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but by the end of it, it, it kind of got tiring. Like, um, the single with Chris Brown and Nicki, mm-hmm. I wasn't too fond. I thought it was kind of whenever when I heard it on the radio, but when it came on the album in between mm-hmm. the other tracks, I was like, oh, it, it needs... Yeah, yeah. It's like a breath it's of fresh like air. Kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think the same thing with Rico. Just having, like, a guest on there. I think every kind of break is kind of a nice, like, moment away from Meek. <laughs> Which is like a fucked up thing to say about someone's album. No, yeah, like, it's true. It's, it's true. just like it's a lot, dude. And he's always he's really passionate, and but he's always rapping, fucking like screaming, essentially. And so just like any kind of pause from that is kind of nice, even uh-huh. if it's like Chris Brown's like really shitty singing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought the same thing. Do we? So the album sold really well, right? Oh. Yeah. Number one yeah, two weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah, so is it is it worthy of all that, you think? Is it worthy of all the hype? I saw that, uh, who, Craig Jenkins, the... Is he a vice pitchfork? Yeah, I think at all all, all things. Yeah, you wrote a, a think piece today about how Jay-Z. he's better than Jay-Z, which is probably true. I mean, who's I mean, not now. better than I mean, Jay-Z? Not as, <laughs> yeah, not as a career, right we now. mean, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I mean, can't say that he's better than Jay-Z all time. That's I mean, like what else has just come out recently that's a rap record, hip-hop record? In general, yeah. like this year? No, no, no. Like, oh. like, like, like the past month, a couple of weeks. 
Oh, uh, to like compete with Meek Mill. I think just Vince Staples, but Vince yeah. Staples is not yet like a number one selling dude. He's not like, a he's, yet. he's great, but he's not like a number one guy. No, yeah. I mean, they're both uh, street dudes, kind of. And I actually like Vince's album probably better. But yeah, Meek is selling way more than Vince. I mean, Meek got- is kind of. Like, I I guess you can't equate it to like Fifty Cent's. Um, popularity when he first came out but he's the first street rapper in a long time i think that's uh had this much buzz to him but you can't discount the Nicki minaj affiliation i think that does a lot for him like whether or not that's like a good or bad thing it's just like it does a lot for his notoriety and for his like people know more about him because he's dating the fucking second biggest female artist on the planet Who's the first? Behind Taylor? Behind Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce. Alright, third biggest. Behind Beyonce and Is Taylor, Taylor bigger? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. He went at the crown <laughs> conversation. He was talking about the Nikki thing like every other sentence. Almost really? to the point where you're like, hmm. Was he Yeah, being, why are you doing was that? Was he being asked about it or he's talking about voluntarily? Elliot, uh Scott's boy Elliot Wilson <laughs> asked about it. Shout out <laughs> asked about wrong? it quite a bit. But besides that, he was bringing up on his own and He's talking about like oh. waking up in bed with her and stuff, mm-hmm. getting the details, and of course all the women in the crowd they loved it, but it was almost too much. You're like, hmm, just more, uh, you know, just in regards to getting sales and shit than, no. than something real. But I don't know. Mm. Right. Yeah, well, if you read our, you know, I'd be on brand as possible. If you read our <laughs> most recent cover story with Meek Mill, um, in the Fader magazine, in the Fader magazine, summer issue, summer issue. Um, he, yeah, there's a couple of great moments with her in the studio, and they, he didn't, kind of like how you're talking about how he talked about her in Crown, it wasn't the focal point, I, like, I think maybe times have changed since then, maybe he's, I don't I, I he kind of seemed to not want that to be the focal point of his, of his career, and maybe according mm-hmm. to the Crown thing you're saying, maybe it's changed, I don't know. Is that what it felt like to you? Like it, it became like a focal point type thing? It kind of wasn't did. like in the cover story. You know what? It might have been like <clears throat> the crowd was sixty percent, seventy percent women, and they all we whenever all the, he that. mentioned Nikki's yeah. name, they all fucking went wild. Yeah, so he so knows. He, knew the he, crowd, knows. Yeah. he, he might just know <laughs> he how knows. to play a room, yeah. like yeah. talk yeah. to a room. So that sure. might have been that. But um, all right, let's change gears to another street album that's coming out in four days, three days. Friday. I'm really yeah. excited about Dirty Sprite 2. Let me say that without cashews in my mouth. Dirty Sprite 2. Future. By, by Future. Yeah. Someone that we're all Free a bands. fan of. Free bands. Someone that we're all a fan of, as well as Elliot Wilson is a fan of. <laughs> um, what do we think? How do we feel about it? I haven't seen this much social media, rap Twitter excitement in a while. Like, mm-hmm. like what? Maybe the barter six? I don't know. Young Thug. I, I, I feel but like, like this is, this is like way them. more. I think that was more controversial. This yeah, is yeah. More this, like is, this is more excitement. Really excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't. I can't. I can't think this year of one that's been more hyped up than than this. Like two episodes ago, two episodes ago, I made the claim to to Dan and Manny that I thought um, Future was arguably the hottest in the game right now. Right. And Maybe so more so than Drake. Then. Just yeah. because. He's been the hottest rapper in the game for the past like four months. Like he's like that's what I think so. Like you ask like like if you ask any rapper who their favorite rapper is, it's Future. Like like we even like yeah like that like just like just like rappers I've talked to, 
um, through work and stuff, like, they just praise, like, you know, it's like the future hive. Like, that's just, like, but it's, like, everywhere. Like, they, like, everyone fucks with the future. But I think that goes back a while. I think that goes back to, like, yeah, maybe, a couple yeah. of years. I think that goes back to, like... I think it's never been more prevalent since the whole 56 Nights Beast Mode. Yeah, like, I mean, when you put out like, fucking through, a yeah. trifecta of perfect mixtapes. <laughs> like, but that, like, raises it really. to a whole nother... Totally, yeah. But, like, a couple years ago, I mean, Gucci puts out a mixtape with him, which he doesn't really do with a lot of people unless they're, like, the hottest. Yeah. Um, Rocco, who's, like, an Atlanta legend, puts out a mixtape, or he executive produced his album. Um, I was at a fucking Jay-Z B-Sides show two months ago. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Uh, and Jay was doing, what was he doing? Imaginary Players, and which is, like, a classic song, I think, off Reasonable Doubt. And he changed the hook to the same hook as Fuck Up Some Commas. Which no I told way. You about. And Future was in the crowd. I was standing right next to Future. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. And he, like, sang it, basically, while, like, looking in Future's direction. I was like, oh, shit. This is, like, a moment that no one is even fucking noticing. And then as soon as that was over, Future left. And I was like, when you have fucking Jay-Z singing your hook on his own song at his own concert, that's, like, your But I guy. feel like it's a still guy. a different... It's such a different, like, level, though. Like, I feel like two or three years ago, the future love was, like, the Twitter, kind of, like, ironic Twitter hype mm. kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember going, like, when um, you know, Pluto came out, like, Toronto Lights was big and all that kind of stuff. Like, right. I went to a show, um, I went to cover a show at the Highline Ballroom the future was playing. It was, like, in New York City, Highline Ballroom was, like, half full, maybe. Really? A third full. Which is probably, mm. like, 100 people. Yeah, it was, like pretty fucking empty yeah and so and that was like two years ago so from then to now i feel like that like ironic twitter bullshit stuff has kind of turned into like real real fandom right he was also a really shitty performer i remember when he was opening yeah yeah and i've only seen him once i I don't really know i mean he he like he developed as an artist even though he's like whatever in his 30s he's kind of older but like, I remember when he opened for Drake on that tour with Miguel, people that went were like, who the fuck is this guy? And like, why is he like screaming these raps at us? Like, no yeah, one is feeling yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And Move That Dope came out, and then it was just like a snowball from there. Um, but he's been fucking unstoppable recently. Like, the yeah. last like six months has just been all good music. Like, there's no more memeable and like funny, like entertaining thing than Future on the internet right now. Like, every, like, the Future Hive is like not even a fake, it's like a real thing. Yeah. That exists like, like he was on HuffPo Live yesterday, talking to I forget really the guy's I forget <laughs> the guy's name, the host, um, Mark something, and like, I think literally ten minutes into the interview, someone had edited the host's Wikipedia page, <laughs> and in the credentials part where it said like work for BET blah blah blah, and it said like in July 2015 he had the honor of interviewing Future huffpo live and like as of this <laughs> afternoon it was still not deleted like it's, like, it's just like there's like it's cr- it, you know you're super fanatic i think people are really pulling for him and i think yeah. uh that doc that we were talking about earlier the complex <clears throat> doc what was it uh back like i never left or no it was like a vivo doc left? that was or was was a compl- I, or I complex claimed all that shit. complex <laughs> yeah, maybe, either yeah. way yeah either way um but he says like he went through a moment when he was making the last album and he was like in LA and he was all alone and he was like, I'm not doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing and I'm supposed to be like doing the really street shit, saying the most outlandish shit in the world and that's what people want from me. And then if you listen like 56 Nights, he says some like wild shit. He's like, yeah, I made this girl like come like, uh-huh. <laughs> I was bored 
dude who's just saying the most outlandish shit, and it's like kind of amazing. And mm-hmm. I think he knows exactly like what his niche is, and he's like embracing it. Yeah, I feel like the a lot of the songs uh, are similar in, in topics, and it's just like <laughs> Lambos, uh, Scissor Pin, Women. See, that's, that's what 56 Nights is. See, that's the way I view it too, but I have a lot of uh, co-workers who, because that's the kind of same way I see it, but I have a lot of co-workers who like, listen to them like, religiously and explain it and kind of translate sure. it for me and explain it to me on a different <laughs> yeah. level like, throughout the day. Like, they apply certain lyrics to different life experiences mm-hmm. that like, people have, and it like, makes so much more sense to me. Like, I, like, maybe it's just the way I listen to like, that kind of music, but the way that these two specific people at work explain it to me and like relate it to things that are happening in their lives or whatever it just make it just like it clicks and it makes and like like then you go listen back to it and you're like okay this is more than what i thought because i thought sure. the exact same way you did before yeah and i don't mean that in a negative sense i guess the way i kind of look at it is like in uh in reggae there's the same kind of rhythm to each song yeah, yeah, yeah. and future has that as well to each yeah. song but you know you take you can take different things away from it mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I feel like right now he's kind of in his uh, 07 Wayne era. Totally. Everyone fucks with him. The, um, the, the, the artsy crowd fucks with him, the street crowd. Everyone really enjoys him and you can't lose right now. Yeah. Let's play some future music. Yeah. What do we want to hear? Well, what do you got? You got like what, three, three songs, the, right? What was <laughs> the one that came out yesterday? Up to uh, two days ago, maybe? Um, blow it back. Yeah, I don't have that. that. I don't know if I gave you that. <laughs> oh, damn. What do you got? <clears throat> uh, news or something? I got, I got all of uh, Fifty Six Nights. Let's do. Uh, I don't like much Madness as most people do. So what's the third one? For that. <laughs> what else you got? Trap. Did you download the other two? I sent your way. Yeah, I got those. You're really putting me on blast here. No, bro. I'm just, I just <laughs> completely forgot like what. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> trap. The trap. So trap words. What was trap the third song. one I sent you off of Twenty Six Nights? Not March Madness, not the trap one, there's one other one. Trap N words. Yeah. Uh Real Sisters. Fuck. Let's do news or something. Yeah, I forget it. Let's do news or something. Yeah. 
got the trap jam packed like the masquerade. Throw a few rivers, ain't gonna see they next birthday. Tell them young niggas ride for you, gon' knock something down. If they gon' shoot, then shoot something. We better hear about the shit on the news or something. We better hear about this shit on the news or something. Man down over yonder, young came through, holding on the cage like a drummer. They done took a boss out, nigga, no wonder. Niggas getting crossed out, nigga, no wonder. Hoes getting axed out, and we on gunja. It's only for the talk, but we won't say nothing. Nigga, true to these clips, niggas won't say nothing. Niggas, true to these clips, niggas won't say nothing. Had the parkage up and out the Pyrex. High definition glass, I'm a pinker finger. Niggas swimming in the water, no powder. Niggas trying to walk with my shot. Off the bird on the bezel, I'm a well known rebel. Told the young nigga free, Ben Rockefeller. Told the young nigga free, Ben Rockefeller. You can turn this off and I can kick it acapella. We worked the front street with mama, said, don't go, we went down. Shop house at bone with that crack, then we went down. Shot it on fuck with these folks. These niggas be telling these ladies, they telling these ladies. Don't and where your man's at hurt, then the fans got him. I see you cruise the land, rubbing through the west side. Go Rolex in the tank, your peripheral. It's a full moon in the middle of the day. Got them wolves out, rocking little Cartier. Got the trap jam packed like the masquerade. Throw a few rivers, ain't gonna see they next birthday. Tell them young niggas rhyme for you, gon' knock something down. If they gon' shoot, then shoot something. We better hear about this shit on the news or something. We better hear about this shit on the news or something. Man down over yonder, young came through, holding on the cage like a drummer. They took a boss out, nigga, no wonder. Niggas getting crossed out, nigga, no wonder. Hoes getting x out, and we on gunja. The police wanna talk, but we won't say nothing. True to these clips, niggas won't say nothing. Niggas true to these clips, niggas won't say nothing. Dress it up and make it real for me. Eskimo, the coolest DJ in the world. <laughs> Whatever that fucking man. There's something in the stuff for me. Spill a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roll of pound up a gas. Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids. We're the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film, man, a movie, nigga, gone, let him have We ballin' like the Marsh Madness, all these cops shootin' a nigga tragic. Don't know why they live in lavish, like I'm playin' for the Mavericks. I don't want it for the bitch that might have made me fuck her, even though she average. Dirty money in the cook, 45 by my good. When y'all nigga in the cook, take you out for some joints. Countish money, no rush. I'm on the one way flushing. Loud pack, smelling mustard. These fucking police can't touch me. These bogus police can't touch me. These fucking niggas can't touch me. Apply the pressure with the VVS. I drive the foreign like it was a ship. Drive the foreign like it was a ship. Lift it up and go to now Saturday. Fuck a Google like she holly berry. Future hits is dirty, spray legendary. Dirty something unstoppable. Spill a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roll of pound up a gas. Put your lanes in the Grand Rapids. We're the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film in a movie, nigga. Gonna let them have it. We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shootin' a nigga tragic. I'm the one that live in lavish. Like I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't want it for the bitch that might have made me fuck her, even though she average. 
We gon' wake up and smoke up some blood and fuck. She gon' keep it so real with a nigga that I'ma come back and always go for her. Been a curve and a spread like a motor bus. I was working the serving in Nautica. I get hot till I'm higher than Mercury. Fuck around, teach you that recipe. Fuck around, you gon' be out of here. Make it say hunt like a nigga with juvenile. Soon as they work, hit the city, we move it. Post up in honest and shoot us and move it. Transition. <laughs> that was a little bit of a little taste of Future's recent output. It's fucking great. Let's just be honest. <laughs> so what I do mean, we? I, I mean, I can't just to wrap the Future thing. I can't imagine. I I, I can't think of a, a a release on Friday like everyone's been waiting for like this like, for a while. It's exciting. And like everyone I know who works in music or otherwise are just waiting for this thing to come out. And I fucking love that that's the new model now of just like you find out seven days in advance and then it's out and then you have it. And well, the like, new models seem so to be good. like, oh, here you go. Yeah. Like it's Beyonce amazing. or Surf or whatever, just mm-hmm. kind of just surprised. This, so good. I kind of prefer this <laughs> model more totally. where it's like not the, oh, here's surprise, here you go, but we'll give you five days of like hype yeah, yeah. time. That's almost That's better. That's kind of yeah, better yeah. than like the, Oh, it's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. You, you wake go. up yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, what just happened? Like, yeah. it's better, like, okay, you have to wait. Because you're trying to get excited for it. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. trying to get excited for it. It's kind of perfect. Yeah. It's great. And, and we shouldn't forget that Frank Ocean was supposed to drop his album on Monday, next Monday. But really? That's not gonna that happen. was the day they had him on. coming out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we go, we want to talk a little bit about Apple Music. Um, I guess the thing that I was thinking about going into the show and you guys can chime in but like they're doing a lot of rap programming which I think is kind of cool they have Run the Jewels has a show Drake has his own show Q-Tip has his own show uh, Pharrell Ebro from Hot 97 so they're like doing a lot of rap curation so I guess I just wanted to ask you guys like do rap fans want that need that what does it say about Apple that they're really like embracing that and kind of pushing that genre forward so much? I think uh, the them doing the radio shows was genius. I think that's a yeah. huge uh, deciding factor in people choosing which streaming service to have. And I actually haven't. I don't. I haven't done many uh, streaming service things before because I DJ and I have to have the files on right, my yeah, computer, yeah. so I haven't used it before. But hearing about the DJ show is about Drake dropping three exclusive songs, uh, Zane Lowe doing this thing and Run the Jewels. It made me actually consider, like, if I'm going to get a streaming service, it's probably going to be Apple Music. Totally. Uh, just because those, mainly. That's yeah. That was a big plus for me. And you didn't have Spotify before? I have Spotify, but <laughs> I, I don't use it as... Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm different, though, than most, because I need the files um, to play them. So... Yeah. I'm different a bit, but I do have Spotify. Yeah. What do you think of this guy? Um, yeah, no, I, I think the beats one thing is the biggest draw um, by far. I I've been a Spotify user for a couple like two years. Um and uh, I just started I signed up for Apple Music like a week ago and it's been and the and the Beats One Radio is oh, what's up? Sorry. <laughs> and the Beats One Radio thing is uh <laughs> No, it's amazing. It's great. I just kind of keep it on the background at work, and it's a good mix of like stuff you've heard a bajillion times, but also stuff that you don't really know about. And the guests, and the guest DJ, and the guest you know shows are amazing too. It's not like 
these like C or D list artists like people like Drake who have guests, mm-hmm. yeah, DJ like it's not they're not coming out of the gate with low level people. It's kinda just they're hitting in the face with like these huge artists. So it's kinda it's kinda hard to ignore, you know? Like when you're premiering the energy video through your DJ show. Right. It's kind of hard to ignore. Or the new Pharrell video. Or the new Pharrell video, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's really dope because they're kind of embracing the reality of, of social media and, like, that people, you know, that Drake can put out, like, zero to, to 100 on his SoundCloud straight to his fans and just, like, get a Grammy nomination off of that. They're, like, realizing that and they're, like, how can we do this better? How can we do it on a bigger scale? How can more people know about it? And just by giving him the platform, giving Pharrell the platform, all these other people, even Run the Jewels, who are like not commercial international artists, but like giving them a place to play new music and, and try new shit out. Mm-hmm. So have you guys decided that already? I mean, how long has it been around for? Two weeks. Have you, like have you decided already that mm. it's the best provider thus far? I still use Tidal. <laughs> what? Okay, so go into that. Why would you choose Tidal? I, I don't know. Because they free Weezy album? No, definitely not. Uh, shit, we only have two minutes. Um, I got it for free at the Jay-Z show, and I just still have it because it's like... That was the know. one barrier. <laughs> Tidal was the one barrier of me not listening to the Weezy album. Like, I haven't listened yet because yeah. I didn't want to sign up for it. That's fair. That was like I a, have it, and I haven't listened to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I... I'm at a middle ground where I I listen to Beast One like all day and I find new songs and then I add it on my Spotify playlist. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to slowly transition I think eventually to but I've been with Spotify for so long that it's, it's going to take more than a week for me to transition but yeah I've been finding new songs on uh, Apple and then going to, clicking on the Spotify icon on my computer and then adding to the playlist and then going from there. But It's a confusing time. But I think eventually it'll I mean but Unlike Tidal, I feel like Apple came out the gate very strong, where Tidal yeah. stumbled pretty hard out the gate. And Apple, like, whatever mistakes they've made, which has been very minimal, like just other, like it just kind of dwarfed everything. Like, like their their like strengths dwarfed everything else. So I think it's they, it's kind of the best case. Like I haven't really heard too huge, like like too many huge negative things about it. Right. Where, where Tidal was just like this, no pun intended, like this wave of just negative, like you know, just like like this like negative just reaction and Apple for the most part has been pretty positive so there's a lot of bad PR um, we have 10 seconds so okay bye I love you guys shouts to uh, <laughs> Booty Flame shouts to DJ RTC I think that's it Brent Duval. that's it <laughs>